everyone, and welcome to Youth Positively Speaking. My name is Paige Ewing, and I work with Prevention Resources as the Multimedia Specialist for Positive Youth. Prevention Resources is a nonprofit located in New Jersey that is dedicated to promoting health and wellness of individuals, family, and community through education, collaboration, advocacy, and treatment. Today, I have with me Erin Cohen, the Project Coordinator of Positive Youth, and my co-host. Thanks, Paige. Again, I'm Erin Cohen, and the Positive Youth Initiative focuses on building countywide capacity to reduce substance misuse for youth ages 9 to 20 in Hunterdon County. So this episode, we're doing something a little different. You guys might notice, or for those of you listening, you won't hear a, a expert or even youth on the podcast. Um, and it's because it's our birthday. It's been one year Yay! since we started the podcast. So we decided to come on and we decided to talk about the last year, all we've learned, all we've done, some of our favorite episodes, um, and just kind of have like a year in review. I can't believe it's been 24 episodes a year. I can't believe it. It's so funny, Paige, when I think back to when I said to you, I really want to do a podcast. What do we do to make this happen? And I just think about where we are now and how many episodes we've had and the great conversations we've had with our youth and our experts. And it's just been amazing. And I think it's funny too, because this whole time we record over Zoom um, and we've seen all our guests over Zoom, but now as people are getting vaccinated and as COVID is, you know, lightening up in some areas, we've started at least prevention resources to have in-person events. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Like when we can record the podcast in person, how is that going to look? So it's funny to see like how over the past year, how we're going to start kind of now changing and evolving a year later. And remember, I can remember um, sometime in, I don't know, a few months in, six months in of the podcast saying, I wonder if there will ever be a time when we don't have an episode where we talk about COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like it's been this, you know, underlying thing the entire time because we're, you know, when I look back at that first episode, we have, you know, the back to school and COVID-19 and stress and, you know, that whole entire episode, that first episode we had a year ago was talking about COVID-19 and all the challenges it brings. I know. And to think that now, you know, all the students are back a year later and the stress and anxiety that that brings. I mean, it's kind of like we've come full circle um, and it's weird. We're kind of in the same spot that we were a year ago, but at the same time, I mean, we've had so many guests and so many people on the podcast and heard so many stories that I know have at least influenced me and our fans who have, you know, told us about the episodes that they love. Um, so it's just, well, cool and when you talk back. about those stories page, remember how our podcast didn't even start out with telling people stories necessarily. Yeah. And then you know, as time went on and, you know, when my family experienced seeing the woman overdosing when we went to get bagels and then that idea was born to tell some stories. And I think the stories have been so pivotal for people because they can relate to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that definitely the stories from the street segment is probably my favorite episodes just because it is 
like those heart wrenching and sometimes also like empowering stories. And those are the ones that like really get me in the field place. Like, um, mm-hmm. recently we had remembering Rory. I loved that episode. Um, cause it made me angry and it made me want to do something. And I know that we've had episodes like that for other people that they, it made them angry and they, they were like, I want to make a change. Um, and I think that's something that's so cool. And like kind of the point of the podcast is having people hear these stories and, you know, hear these data points and everything like that and be like, I want to make a change in my community. I want my community to be better. Yeah. And I think what the stories have also done is it puts a face and a name to a number. So we know that overdose deaths and you know, are so high at this point, you know, I think 2020 preliminary numbers right now are like 95,000 people last year died of an overdose. And, you know, so many people have just said things like, oh, they did it to themselves, things like that. But what I think through stories like remembering Rory, or when we talk to Patty about losing both of her siblings, what I think it's done is brought these faces and these names and these personalities to people and realizing that they are people and Mm -hmm. you never know why someone may start using something. And so I think it's helping to break that stigma. And I know we had some episodes about that. And I think it's really getting the conversation out there. So people realize, oh, okay. So somebody could get hurt or have a surgery and they're prescribed opioids and they become addicted to opioids, but then they can't get pills anymore. And now they're using heroin and now they're gone, you know, and it makes people realize that they're people just like us, you Mm know? Yeah, absolutely. And I've also loved having all of our youth on too, because they just bring such a unique perspective to the issues that we talk about. And, you know, some of them are very close to home of what they deal with every day, you know, stress back to school. Um, you know, we had the one, um, home for the holidays of what, it, what it's been like, um, away at college and even prom and the rite of passage. And we got some, you know, really great insight into what those prom parties look like. Um, but then we also talk about some issues that maybe don't necessarily, we think affect use youth like marijuana use and you know all these substances that people were kind of like we're gonna talk to kids about that and we were like well yeah they know more than we think they do mm-hmm. um and so I've loved hearing their perceptions the stereotypes that they think are true you know the myths the facts what do they know um right. so I've loved getting to talk to them and just pick their brains um since that's who we are working with that's who we're trying to help is our youth in our community right and it's funny because I don't know if all of our listeners really understand necessarily why some episodes we have youth on and sometimes we don't have youth on you know and really the back the the reason that we have this podcast is to um it's a prevention podcast where we do talk to youth about candid you know, issues that are revolving around mental health and substance use. But we also realized that there were just some episodes that we didn't need to have youth on because we didn't feel it to be appropriate. And I don't know if many people even know that. So we really try to look at, okay, would this be a good episode to have youth on? Would it not be a good episode to have youth on? I'll tell you one of my favorite episodes with our kids was probably the episode when we talked about high potency THC with Laura Stack and we had Sabi and Jasmine on it. And I just Mm -hmm. felt like it was such an amazingly powerful episode and the kids really, 
they didn't know who Laura Stack was. They didn't know Johnny's story until we kind of just brought it to them. And they looked it up and they just had amazing questions and really wanted to learn so they could talk to their peers about this high THC potency. And actually, I want to tell everybody about an incident that, or it's not really an incident. I always feel like incident sounds bad. <laughs> um, so I always share our episodes on social media and, you know, people comment or like sometimes, you know, I'm sure some people just scroll on by looking at it. But one time with the same episode with Laura Stack about the high THC potency uh, or about the <laughs> high potency THC. THC. Yeah. Hello. Um, a friend of mine that I grew up with shared the episode. And this friend of mine has been a self-proclaimed stoner for, you know, 30 years, right? Or mm -hmm. 25 years. And I reached out to her and I said, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing this podcast because, you know, high potency THC is really such a concern. And she came back and I just was so stunned. She came back and she said, listen, people need to know about this because, you know, I'm a stoner and I've been, you know, smoking pot for years and years and years and years. And when you all were talking about the dabbing, she did a dab and she said it laid her out. She was so high. She just couldn't believe it. And I think what we're trying to do is get people to understand that we're not talking about this pot that you smoked 25 years ago in high school. Well, not you, Paige, because you know, we always talk about how I was in college. When 25 you were years born. ago, I wasn't born. Exactly. So. <laughs> you know, but marijuana has evolved. And we're not talking about that marijuana that used to be, you know, 5% THC or 8% THC. We're talking about marijuana that is been changed, no longer the plant and is 95% THC. So somebody who has used marijuana all these years could get laid out. What is it doing to our youth? Yeah. And I think that's, what's so crazy about the podcast. I know when we started, we were like, we have, you know, we have this whole word document of all of our ideas and the dates that they're going to be and the guests we're going to have. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're going to run out of ideas. What are we going to talk about a year from now? Like we're going to go through it all. Um, because you know, our second episode was, um, with Diane Litterer from NJPN about marijuana. And we were like, okay, marijuana closed out. That's all we can talk about. And now a year later, we're having these conversations because it's constantly evolving. We haven't run up out of an episode idea yet. No. Um, and, you know, people are constantly sending them to us. They're like, oh, I really love this. I would love to learn more. And, you know, as guests and people come on, it just sparks these ideas of like, this is a great topic. We need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. um, and so I love that we're always, because an episode comes out every other week, we can really stay on what's the hot topic right now um, and educate people as things are coming out right in this moment. Um, because we don't pre-record that far in advance. Usually it's like a week or two. Um, so everything's still current when the episode comes out, which I love because it means that everybody's getting the most up-to-date information um, that we have. Yeah. And I do, I'm, I'm laughing inside because I'm thinking about how, when you said we thought we'd run out of ideas, I can remember thinking, how, what are we going to talk about 
every, you know, at that time, even it was once a month, we were going to do it. And now, you know, we have six months of ideas right now. And like mm -hmm. you said, we're always just coming up with new ideas because we have such amazing people around us who just come to us and say, Hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. And, you know, there's been so many of the episodes that I've just loved. It's so hard for me to pinpoint epi an episode that was my favorite, but I will say when it was pride month, I loved pride month because I felt like people were starting to get some understanding of some of the issues that face the LGBTQ community and talking to our kids on that episode. It was really, um, I thought very educational, but it was very impactful for our kids. And it just kind of shows what it looks like it's going to be in the future because kids are just a little bit, you know, they are okay with things and they're willing to talk about things. It's different than just adults, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I too, it's so hard to pick a favorite because it's just like each one is so unique because of all the different perspectives that come on. But it's like, I really loved the, the prom and rite of graduation because we got some like really like little secrets in there of what it actually looks like. Because yeah. even for me, I graduated high school, what it was six years ago, something like that now. Um, and I also, I don't know, there's just so many that I've, I've loved having the conversations with our kids and their questions and just like those moments when they have like a light, like you can see the light bulb go off and they're like, oh, wait, what? That's crazy. Um, when they're talking to yeah. our experts, I just, I, I love that moment. I do remember when Amy um, was talking to us with Diane Litterer about marijuana. And I remember her talking about, you know, that they should be putting information on the backs of receipts at liquor stores. And I just thought, mm -hmm. wow, this is a 16 year old kid and she's got ideas. And yeah. I think that's why so many of us want to listen to our youth voices because they do have so many wonderful ideas and things to say and what they want to see in their community and what they don't want to see in their community. And I think that's like the really big benefit of having things like HCYC, the Hunterdon County Youth Coalition. It's an entire coalition of kids at coming up with ideas of how they want to improve their schools and their communities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of times because we're like, oh, you're young, you don't have a lot of life experience. We kind of discredit, I guess would be the word, their ideas and opinions, um, but they know so much. I mean, the internet is so readily available and if they have a question, yeah. they're just gonna look it up. Um, and so I think that they have really, really great ideas. And we've heard those ideas come out on the podcast of great environmental changes that they wanna make. Um, and I just, I, I think that's such a positive thing. And even with positive youth, I mean, we haven't been able to work with our youth because the schools have been closed, but now as they're opening, I can't wait to get back into the schools and have the lunch groups and, you know, all those events that we've had in the past um, to really start getting to the heart of what do the kids need and what do they want? Yeah. And just to give a background to that is that um, because a lot of people may not know what these lunch groups are that we're talking about, but what we were doing was going into the schools and talking to kids at lunch and we brought them in and just kind of talked to them about what are some issues that they felt like they were facing. Now, this is pre-COVID, so obviously COVID was not on their radar at this time. 
And I can remember all the kids, we just kind of had round table discussions, just listening and seeing what they were saying. And we're jotting down all the thoughts that they had. And one of the common things that they just kept talking about that was an issue was phones. And so we had done an entire campaign at this high school, huge high school on drop your phone and talk at lunch. So they have unit lunch where the entire school has lunch at the same time. And we did this whole campaign about drop your phone at lunch. We gave the kids conversation starters and we had no idea how it would go. You know, we Mm -hmm. had kids tell us that they felt like there was a need for it. The kids actually loved it. They loved it. And there were quite a few kids that came and told us that they were going to start doing that, drop your phone and talk every Monday, you Mm -hmm. know, so, and some of them were bringing games in and they were playing games at the lunch table. And, you know, we were going to do that again at the school when COVID hit. Right. And so then what happened, your means of communication with your friends is the phone. phone. So it's been a little bit different the last 18 months. And, you know, I'm sure now that the kids can see each other in person at school again, they're probably dropping their phones more than Mm -hmm. they would have back in early 2020 when we were doing that. And I even think about, you know, the, our vape, uh, programs of, uh, you know, Oh gosh. What, what, what did you guys call it? Um, the vaping program. Yeah. The one that they handed in all their vapes. Oh, take back your vape. Thank you. I was (laughs) like, Oh my gosh, what is it called? Cause this was pre me before I was hired even. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that we saw that there was a need and students wanted a way to get rid of their vapes to get quit resources. And now we've installed vape disposal boxes into, you know, all the high schools and even some middle schools Mm -hmm. um, so that students can get quit resources and dispose of them properly, just like we have for adults for um, medications. And I think that's the same thing of just like hearing what is the need and what are the kids actually asking for? Um, Because if the kids are asking for it, then they actually want it and they'll actually use it. Right. Um, Which is kind of the whole purpose, the whole point. If you're going to do something, make sure it works. (laughs) Yes. Well, and I feel like the other thing that we've really been trying to do with positive youth um, is our help app, getting all of the kids to download it and families to download it because it has all these resources out there. And especially this year, you know, when we know mental health was such a struggle for so many, there are all the resources on the help app that you can use, you know, to find where to get help. And Mm -hmm. I think that if we continue to talk about it, and as Paige was talking about those vape disposal boxes, we even put the help app on the side of the boxes with a QR code and kids can just scan it with their phone and it'll take them right to the app store to download it. So, you know, we're just continuing to get that information out there. And I think that's really, you know, the whole point of this podcast is to get information out there to people and hope that it helps someone. And I feel like we've gotten so much feedback through this past year that our episodes are helping people, you know, even about language. When we had the episode about language, the importance of um, not using some words or using some words, I think that that is really just how you make change, right? It's really helpful. And even the way that we've grown and we've learned by talking to people and going through these episodes. I mean, when we started, I 
was brand new to the prevention field. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to know what to say. What are the appropriate things? And I think that was so great is this is a judgment-free zone. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to say things that are not correct and you're going to fix it and you're going to move on. And so it's cool. Um, we have one coworker who works in the recovery field and every, she's probably like one of our biggest fans. Cause she, I'm going to give a shout out to Rocky. Time. Cause you know, she's listening yes. to this. She always loves <laughs> listening to our episodes. Um, but, you know, as, as we've gone through, it started with a lot of constructive criticism of like, oh, you know, make sure that you say this, don't say this, like, you know, and it was great feedback. And then slowly as we've gone through, you know, her last message to us, she was like, you really get it. Like, thank you so much for getting it. And that to me was just like the biggest compliment that we could have received because we do work really hard to make sure that we're properly representing the communities that we're advocating for, because a lot of the times we're not in that community. Um, and that's why we love having the guests who are so that they can talk about what it's like. Um, and then when they're not here, we can be allies for them. Um, so I just, I, I've loved the growth that we've had over the past year um, on the podcast. Well, and you're right, because really, um, when we talk about, there have been episodes that we're talking about that have nothing to do with prevention. When we're talking mm -hmm. about overdose awareness, when we're talking about recovery, you know, we just talked with Dawn about the spectrums of recovery. That doesn't really have anything to do with prevention per se, but what it does is it kind of shows the whole spectrum of what we do, right? Mm -hmm. And so, even talking, you know, looking back and when we talked to Penny and when we talked to Karen about ACEs, you know, we're really trying to do this upstream approach of prevention so that maybe we don't need to have folks um, going into recovery because the problem never got to that point where they had to go into recovery, you know? So I'm glad that we're kind of hitting all aspects of it because it does affect so many people. And, mm -hmm. you know, before we just kind of close out for today, I mean, when I think about the multiple friends of mine, when again, posting our episodes on that have reached out to me and said, you know, I lost my nephew to an overdose. I lost my sibling. You know, what you guys are doing is really awesome. And I think so many people just don't know. They just don't know. So we're touching people. And I think that that's what just helps us keep on going and what makes you and I so excited. As I always say, like, this podcast is my baby, you know, like, we're always like, this is our podcast and we love it so much. <laughs> yeah. And we do. And I can't wait for the next year and all the new things in store. We have a brand new show that's going to be coming out under youth positively speaking called that's actions right. to avoid opioid addiction. And so we are just so excited to see where that show leads us. It'll be more of a mini series, so it won't last for, you know, a year, um, right. but we are excited to see where that grows and to see where the podcast leads us in one more year from now. So we want to thank you all so much for joining the podcast one year later. Happy birthday to us. And of, as always, for more information about stress, healthy coping skills, marijuana, THC, suicide prevention, overdose, recovery, so many things, please visit our website at njprevent.com forward slash positive youth. And thank you for listening in. We'll see you next time for more youth positively speaking.